Welcome to Quirky Gems Podcast, the podcast where I talk about chronic illness, creativity and everything under the sun. I'm Gem Swallow, this is Quirky Gems Podcast. Hello, 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 buddy people! I'm fine, I'm fine. Hello and welcome to episode 88, Online versus High Street. Hi guys, I hope that this episode finds you well. Over here in Southampton, it is Chili Wonga, which basically means, it's a little word I made up that my family used, which basically means it's freaking cold. It really is. I mean, it's November, right? What do we expect? I'm sat in a room talking through a microphone. I've got a beanie on. I've got a really heavy cardigan on, but I'm actually quite snug, which is really weird because usually my bedroom's cold. But yeah, so it could be worse, it could be recording in the night time where it'd be colder, but I thought, no, you know, let's, let's bang out this episode. So I hope that you're doing well, and I hope that you're snug, and I hope that you're ready to have a really funny and thought-provoking episode. We're going to be walking down memory lane a little bit, and also bringing it up to the here and now, because something that strikes me as interesting is how we shop. Now... I'm a child that kind of, you know, I was born in the late 80s, I know, but I, I might, you might think, well, Jem, you're a baby. No, I feel like a dinosaur. I am. Literally, I'm growing scales and everything. It's, it's a well-known fact, okay? I rely heavily on moisturiser. If I don't use that, you'll know it. So, <laughs> moving on. So, I was born in the late 80s and I grew up in the 90s. And growing up, my, I guess we were quite an active family, so... On a Saturday, we used to make it a thing, like every now and then, that we'd go to a local high street, just me and my family, and we'd kind of vibe, you know, we'd chill, we'd go to a local supermarket, and we'd have a look at charity shops, and all this kind of thing, it used to be just something we did, you know, we'd take a slow walk down there, and we'd talk about stuff that we got up to during the week, or stuff that we were really into, maybe we'd talk about things that may be bothering us a little bit, because it was our way of kind of communicating and being as one with the family. When we actually got to the high street, we'd buy a sausage roll, we'd sit on the fence, oh, sit on the fence, yeah, that was the in day. No, we sat on the bench and we just watched the world go by. And for me, that was a really great memory to have, even now. And it's something that we did just as a small family and something that me and my mum in particular took about, you know, when we familiarise with past memories that make us smile. So, with that in mind, I want to bring it up to the here and now because of how different your lifestyle is and how different changes can mean that you shop differently. So it might be kind of like a twist of fate or maybe it's like an unsubconscious thought that I've had but because it's November now and we're probably going to be thinking okay so you've got Christmas shopping right? You've got Christmas shopping, do I really want to brave the high street? I mean is this, is this thought I should really be paying into this? I mean do I want to get out of bed? I mean, most of, I mean, most people work. If you work from home, you still have to factor this in, right? And you're thinking, okay, have you ever tried going into a supermarket when it's really close to Christmas? I swear, it's like people want to hit you around the head if you get close to something they want to buy. All the good stuff is gone. People are panic buying, which is something I don't understand. I don't understand panic buying. You have a whole 12 months to figure this out, what you're going to get, you know? don't understand that. People leave it to the last minute, or it's something like, ah, oh, it's November, I've got a good few months. You don't, it's creeping up, you know. Or maybe you're just waiting for Santa to drop it all off for you. It depends on which side of the fence you're on. But for me, something that I've noticed is that 
I live around about, well, give or take, 25 minutes from the local high street. So it's really walking distance, however. Knowing that I have a condition that prevents me from getting out a lot, sometimes I just can't commit to the notion of going. And I'd much rather sit there on, you know, in a comfy warm room, especially if I've got fatigue, and get my phone out, go onto eBay or Amazon and have a good look around. The thing is though, for me, I find that it depends on your frame of thought when you do it. Because when I buy from online, you have to factor in postage, right? So say for example, I know you're going to think about buying Christmas presents online. The majority of the Christmas presents I bought this year mainly have been online. There's maybe one or two that haven't been. One or two that I've actually had to go out and buy or I've picked up along the way. Majority of it though have been delivered to my house. It's kind of like a double-edged sword with that though because have you ever had where you get it delivered and sometimes things might come up smaller if you buy something that's been pre-loved or as others might know it's second hand then you might have like clothing that smells a little bit like someone else's you know detergent and you've got to figure out a way of releasing that smell putting your smell on it in time for the big day so there's a lot like to figure out on that score for me I factor it in that if I'm really desperate for something I get kind of I get ibuprofen online because I find that if I go to my local high street, especially my local supermarket, they don't always stock ibuprofen. So I'm going down there because I rely heavily on ibuprofen. If I go down to local high street and they haven't got ibuprofen in the box, I panic because I think I literally can't, I can't live day to day as normal and balanced as I can without it. So I found that going online and looking, you get it delivered for you, you don't have to worry. Also, what else do I get? I get essential oils, so a lot of stuff that you kind of have, uh, my walking stick came from eBay, a lot of the, my handbag came from eBay, most of the clothes I wear came from eBay, I mean, are you sensing a rhythm here? But <laughs> most of the stuff that I've got comes from eBay, to me I find that eBay is really easy to navigate and it's easy, you can sell things as well as buy things and you're sure to find something within your budget. Amazon to me is a little bit more different, I'm more of an eBay chick, but it's strange because I used to love going to the high street, I used to love going into charity shops, so I guess that's kind of like the updated version of that, but when I went into charity shops I used to like looking at the CDs, which is kind of strange now because I don't actually listen to them, I've got a ton of CDs but I don't listen to them, I listen to YouTube more, so you know it's amazing how you shop for convenience, and you also shop because of, you know, you've got to factor in your money and also how you can get out. I mean, growing up, I knew that usually most people went out to work. So the standard nine to five. Now, though, it's all different. So, you know, you could work from, say, eight till one or seven till three or whatever. And then you've also got the stay at home mums. That's a job. You just don't get paid. Or you could have people that work from home and they've got to factor in even deliveries. If you get like something from a big brand on the high street and they say they can deliver for you, you have to factor that in on your day as well. Am I going to be in? Do I have to go out and get some milk? Do I have to, you know, is it if I have to do a wash, do I have to worry about that? So it's kind of like it's all about shopping for convenience. For me, the reason why I came up with this episode is because. I was going through something, I was working something out. Now, 
I've always been kind of an on-the-go kind of person. I've always been that if I want to go somewhere, I'll go somewhere. You know, I used to love walking. It used to be like my favourite form of exercise. Now, it's just not possible. My body has come to a thing of gems, darling. You know, we've got we've got chronic fatigue, we've got fibro. I mean, how in your mind do you see this taking place? I mean, come on, please, educate me. So in my mind, this is kind of like how my brain does it. When I think about what I get online, though, the majority of stuff, mostly it's like, you know, clothing, pre-loved. Because for me, you know, that it shows your style a lot more than buy. And I've actually mentioned this in a previous podcast episode where I talked about the capsule wardrobe. So if you want to go on back or maybe you're looking through my Instagram, scroll on down and you'll see it there. You'll see the number it's on as well. But for me, it's very interesting because I actually thought the amount of stuff that I got from online, I was actually, do I have a problem? Do I have a problem with shopping? But it's not. Because when you think about it, every week most of us do a weekly shop, be it whether it's online, you know, you you get all this groceries, you put it in a basket, you press delivery and someone delivers it to you on the day and time of your choosing, near enough. Online, I find it really incredible because when I was at school, I couldn't work a computer at all, literally. Because of my health complaints were showing up there, I didn't actually get training on how to use a PC wasn't until I went to sixth form college and that's when I learned how to actually use a PC. Then I found that I got more confident and comfortable with using a tablet and now I use my phone. So my phone is kind of like if I want anything, it's there. just have to have an internet connection. That to me is mind-blowing because even though I guess you could kind of, I hate the label, but I guess you could label me as a millennial, to me I didn't grow up with technology. My mum will sometimes say something about social media. My mum's, um, trying to think, I think she's a, what do they call that? She was born in the 60s, um, oh, I can't remember what they're called, baby boomer, that's it. My mum's what I guess would be called like a baby boomer. Um, and with her, she's still kind of getting used to like things like Twitter. So that's like the only social media platform she's on. And just yesterday we were having a conversation and I said, I didn't grow up with the internet, which is really actually quite crazy. For me, my first interaction with a computer was typing up a document on Microsoft Word, right? And then after that, when I did media, I had to like do video editing and stuff, but I learned as I went. Now though, it's amazing how interesting technology has an impact and works so well within our lives. And it's so, it's curious as well, because I was in um, a well-known supermarket just recently, it's called Sainsbury's over here. I don't know if it's where you are, but over here we have a supermarket called Sainsbury's, and for me it's within walking distance. It's big, it's got like a ton of stuff, you know, it's got everything, and especially when it's Christmas, it's got more stuff. So I was at the till, and um, I think I just bought like a few bits, you know, milk, oranges, that kind of thing. And there's this thing with Sainsbury's where you have this thing called a Nectar card. And what it is, when you pay for something, it's a purple card, it's completely free. You hand it over to the cashier and they kind of take points off. And then the points can actually add up to money. So say, for example, you've run out of something and you're on the high street. You can go in and say, like, you've got milk, but you don't have any money. If you've got your Nectar card and you have enough points, you can actually pay for the milk because the points, the points are kind of converted into money in that way. 
So I was sending, you know, that was a little bit of useless information for you, you know, in case you want to try out Sainsbury's, here's how you do it. <laughs> so yeah, Sainsbury's, um, eBay, I will await my sponsorship email. So <laughs> I was at the, um, I was at the till, really lovely lady was, um, at the till with me. And, um, so she, you know, she took my stuff, she put it on through and where they have like a net to point, they use like, um, they, you know, like a chip and pin machine. Well, over here, I don't know if it's everywhere, we use contactless, which basically means you hold your debit card up to this machine, it tells you how much you need to pay, it beeps, and then you pay. You don't have to worry with your chip and pin, which most of the time a lot of people forget. And um, there was this little purple box next to the chip and pin machine, and I said, oh my god, I mean, how technological is this? And this woman actually pointed out to me that in the future, especially in the Sainsbury's local to me, they're going to have these machines where if you have a smartwatch, now to me, I find this mind-blowing, but if you have a smartwatch, you're able to pay, I mean, especially if you have something like Apple Pay, you can pay for your groceries or whatever it is you're paying for via your smartwatch. Now, to me, this is exciting because, as I mentioned, I didn't grow up with the internet, I didn't grow up with technology, but I'm fascinated by how technology works. And for me also, if someone had said to me at 16 or 17, Jen, you're going to rely on technology so heavily, you know, because you can't get out and about and that's what it's there for. I would have said, no, really? If someone had said to me, smartwatches are a thing, I'd be like, no, get out, you know. But to me, I find it really interesting. So going forward, especially because now we're in November 2019, and most of us are thinking about, you know, Christmas and gifting. I find it interesting to think about whether or not we go out more or we go out less. Now, I'll be honest, right? I only really, I, I'm trying to get out more because I find that when I get out, it helps. Especially if, like, I'm, I've got something in my mind that I want to chew over. And sometimes you just want to change your scenery. There's nothing wrong with my house. But sometimes you just want to go out and you want to look in a charity shop. You want to look at stuff that are hidden treasures away. Or, you know, you want to go into your local supermarket or check out the hair colouring in Wilco. All this kind of stuff you want to check out. However... For me, I find it's very difficult. For me, I also find that even getting postage out a lot of the time is difficult. I kind of wish there was some way that Royal Mail would have it, which is over here, Royal Mail. It's, you know, I don't know if everywhere has it, but um, I kind of wish they had someone that would go to the post office for you because I think that would be so helpful and it would save you if you didn't have to, like, especially if you sell things online. But for me... I find it interesting how much we rely on technology. I can't get out and about all that much. I try at least once a month. To me, that's like a little accomplishment. If I go out and I come in without tears because of the fatigue, I'm like, yes, get in! First, first local high street, then maybe Mount Everest. I don't know if I can commit to that, but you kind of get where I'm going with it. <laughs> so it's kind of all this kind of, um, when I think about it, how differently we shop. So I ask you guys, as ever, if you're an avid listener here, you'll know where the questions pop up. I ask on Twitter and on my Instagram. If you're listening and you're not listening, via, if you're listening via a podcast app, then check me out. You know, you can check me out on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm at Gems Quirky on both. So I ask on my Instagram stories, how often do you guys get out? One person came and said, you know, they try and get out once a month. You know, and to me, I was like, well, that's reasonable to me because, you know, 
no judgment here, but that's not how I how much I get out because there has to be something to go out for in the reason, you know. I mean, you know, it's quite for me, if I had to buy something like a bit of furniture, then I'd have that delivered because waiting for like a second hand piece of furniture for me that's kind of it doesn't really make sense because you don't know what it's going to be like if you get it from somewhere like it's a buying and selling platform so I'm more likely to go with a high street chain to get that as long as it's in budget with most other things for supermarket shopping we have that delivered because also you know my mum has um health condition so most of us even though even though like if you have a chronic health condition you still lead a busy life because you're still trying to manage that and plus live as well so for me i just find it interesting that if you'd spoken to like your pre your past self and you said do you know like what the internet is do you know what a wi-fi code is do you know what an online shop is and what i find really interesting is right if you are into the makers movement, like say you're a creative or say you're thinking about building a business. Now, back in the day, maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, most people would worry about, you know, if they want to get their, their goods and services out there, they'd have to worry about having a bricks and mortar shop. So you've got rent, you've got electricity, you've got gas, you've got all this stuff to kind of think about. And then you've got to make sure you sell the items or the products to the person to make sure that you keep this roof over your till, right? However, now it's so interesting. You can you can upload a shop anywhere. You have Wix, you've got Weebly, you've got Big Cartel, you've got Etsy, you've got eBay, you've got Amazon, all these different places. What I find though is that sometimes when you turn on the news, I mean I know sometimes that you know there's that saying, isn't there? If it bleeds, it leads. However, Something that I find is like, if you turn on the news and they say like, a company has gone bust, or you know, liquidation, most of us, even if you didn't know what business was, most of us knows what that term means, or being laid off, most of us knows what that term means, and so when you watch the news and you hear that and you think, oh my god, and when people say about how much the high street is changing, and also what I find fascinating is that you might have like a really big established company, right? And they're used to people coming through their doors and buying themselves maybe, you know, a clothing company or a food company. We're talking maybe more high-end stuff. When they go online, they also find that they're making a loss because the people that used to come in, you're more likely to go into shop if it's like within your path. You know, maybe you're curious and you want to see if it's kind of going to add anything to your life. But when you're online, you can choose... I mean, I remember, I think it was, oh my goodness, about 15 years ago, <laughs> so old, 15 years ago, um, as like an example, I remember there used to be, before there were all the rage, there used to be these little quote necklaces, and my nan used to say, where there is a will, there is a way, and um, I remember typing into the search engine this quote, and one came up, now, I usually don't buy from websites that I don't trust, so unless I have that little cap, uh, the little padlock on the upper left hand side that usually tells you that it's a trustworthy website and it usually tells you what kind of you know what payments they take so when you're kind of going to shop online always look for the credit card icons and the padlock so I remember I really wanted this um this quote bracelet well it wasn't even a brace yeah it was it was um the charm which I guess you could call a pendant or a connector charm and um it had like a little bit of thread around it 
and it was affordable it was like 50 pence which is around about i think 70 cents in american money and i remember looking at it and i thought oh my god that is like so affordable i bought it it came and it was great i still have it now I wouldn't have normally, you know, paid for it, but because it was in price range, and I would never have heard of the shop either, you know, but I guess it kind of comes down to trust as well. For me, if I'm going to buy from somewhere, financially buy a product or service, it has to come down to trust. Am I going to have to worry about, you know, the shipping costs? Am I going to buy something and then find out the shipping is extortionate? So for me, it's really interesting to see how online is with offline offline you know on the high street you have kind of a similar worries because if you drive a car can you get parking we have like a car park close by to the sainsbury's like in the nearest high street and even that it has one entrance and one exit and not many parking spaces now i don't drive as of yet who knows what's going to happen in the future but it's like it's even though they have parking i mean they have a bike rack that can only really hold say five bikes but excuse me <coughs> excuse me did not see that coming but what i find fascinating is even if you have a wheelchair can you i mean you have like uneven you know pavements my mum she has arthritis and um, even if she she can't go to like a high street because of the track there and back and also the uneven pavement so Considering like where your life is and what you do, I think it's more sometimes accessible to buy from online. And when I ask you guys, one of you, I think it was, let's have a look, because you know me and my screenshots, I'm never prepared guys, am I? I mean, it's getting to be a problem, what can I say? I have them and then I think, right, I keep them on my phone and I think, right, I can refer to that back. And then you go, have you ever tried having a screenshot? And you're talking to someone, you're like, hold on, hold on. There's going to have to be scrolling here. There's a lot here. Right, okay, so I found it. We are all good. Okay, so I asked you guys, what do you prefer, online shopping or high street? And Lynette, hi darling, she said, I'm going to throw you a little curveball. My first instinct was, please do. Come on, excite me. Okay, so... I'm going to throw you a little curveball. I do most of my shopping at nearby retail park. Pets at Home, Sainsbury's and B&M B are my main shops. Along with some lunch, it makes for a nice day out. I do like the High Street too and was there last week. I mean, it's kind of like... <laughs> it's like an event, isn't it? I mean, I don't know about you. When I Thank you, Lynette, by the way. Thank you so much for your comment. When you know you're going to go out, it's like an event because you're like, right, okay, what can I, what can I reasonably put on? The makeup comes out, the good clothing comes out, and it's like, right, this high sheet is my catwalk. <laughs> or maybe it's just me. <laughs> Probably just me. But yeah, what I find fascinating is that when you look around, me, um, me and my mum talk about this like a lot of the time because as the seasons go by, I think it's important to look back and to see like how far you've come. And even like, I don't know, with how your home is changing or how your life is changing, I think it's important to take stock. And um, my mum was saying just recently about like online and how much when you buy things, what you buy online and how it changes your room and how it changes, I mean, our living room, the amount of stuff you can make and buy from getting online. And it might have been cheaper in the long run than if you were to go on the high street. I do find it sad though that if you go to High Street or you see pictures of a High Street where the shutters are down because there's no one in there, 
But I think the way that on I think the way the high street needs changes, pop up shops, I think it needs to be affordable. And one thing that I do worry about as well is being a maker, you know, I come from a family of makers as well. And as you guys know, if you've been listening to Quirky Gems for a long period of time, you'll know I've tried an Etsy shop. And you'll know that I still kind of, if you are, maybe you're a customer and you just found my um, podcast episode, you'll know that I still kind of, you know, I sell knitted and crocheted items and I still sell the old candle here and there. But what I think is really quite worrying is that you have things like Etsy and you have, you know, you have the, the online movement such as Just the Card, that's, that's good now. And you have the Makers Movement online and all these like people that are indie businesses or handmade businesses and they're just not getting in my view from what i'm seeing they're not getting the amount of work or the not getting the amount of custom that an online counterpart might get or a online high street might get and i think that's because as i mentioned just previously if you've had an online shop, especially like a pop-up shop, I know one of my listeners, she just started a pop-up shop, and I'm like, get you, that's amazing, you know, but I, I would rather go into a shop and see the craft movement be headed on the high street, you know, I mean, I personally think if you had like, even, I don't know, like a department store or something that was filled with handmade goods, can you imagine that, you'd want to go there to see what was new, if it was affordable, I personally think that should be the way of the future, and I personally think that people should get paid for selling their goods because I think that a lot of people are so talented, a lot of them have to fight to be online. You may remember a few months ago I put on um, a little business mini-series. If you haven't checked that out, please do, just go on back. You can also do it if you're on my Instagram account. Just go on down and you'll see it all. I talk about target audience and things like that. But what I find fascinating is they say about the high street changing, Let's make some good of it, you know? Not everyone has a computer. Let's have more cyber centers, you know? It's, technology's the way of the future. Let's have more, I don't know, art clubs. Let's kind of really invest in the art movement. The reason why I say this is because government spending on art. Now, to be honest, when I was at school, I loved art. You know, I, I had to do um, podcasting in my mind as a form of art, and I think it is for other people too. If you're, pr- if you're um, doing something and you're making, you know, transactions through time or energy, that's art. And it's a well-known fact that the last government cut art services. So we're talking drama, we're talking, you know, um, sewing, knitting, crocheting classes. We're talking about all the stuff that makes community a community. I think if there are more things out there, I think that mental health services would be a lot better because you'd have places to go and connect with people. And also, I think that people that have businesses and they're trying to get out there, if you kind of brought down the prices of rent and billing, I think that you could really make a high street thrive. Not to say that high streets aren't bad, you know, that aren't great as they are, but I think that the high street is changing so much. And I think if we made use of what we've got out there at the moment, especially like if you had someone that maybe had like a big cartel shop and they have dreams of opening a shop, but right now they can't afford the price, we're only going to know about it if they, if we follow them online, which is so powerful. Most things are online right now. Even if you could be scrolling through Twitter or Sainsbury's might put like a promotion, you'll only know that because you're on Twitter. So for me, I find it really interesting, but I think we should promote that. So... It's November, right? 
If you're thinking about buying handmade, let me know. When this episode goes live, it'll be really interesting to hear. Maybe you're making some handmade gifts. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna say anything because I know some of my listeners are related. That's all I can say, and I know related to moi. And I'm not letting anything slip. Okay. So um, really, I'm of the mind that let's promote that. Let's promote all the people that are creative but can't really find a way of getting it to the masses. We have a high street for a reason, right? It's there to connect and it's there for... It's another thing to consider is, um, they say about the elderly, now this breaks my heart, they say about the elderly that a lot of elderly people, you know, over a certain age, I don't like kind of labelling people, but when they say the elderly go to local high street because it's their way of connecting with people and how loneliness can be. Now, I'm of the mind that if you had stuff that was creative, I mean, how I see it, you might have, you might even have a grandmother that's so creative and, you, you know, you might have learned skills. I just shared on my Instagram just recently about my knitting story, and I'm hoping to do one about my crochet story and my candle making story. All these came about because of my relatives, and this is, it's like a generational thing. If we're the generation of technology, surely we can kind of bring it back to kind of say, we're doing it through tradition, you know, but something that I know is that a lot of elderly people, you have the term silver surf, silver surface, but a lot of them don't have connections to the internet, and I know a lot of people, it's like with the chronic health community, I know that a lot of people use Instagram and Twitter to connect with the outside world, however, I think sometimes if you went offline and maybe went to your local high street, if there was something there for you to do, like say if there was a dramatics club or say if there was like a handmade shop, that even if you could kind of go in there for like a month or a week to sell your wares or something that it could kind of go against, you know, two or three generations, you could have someone that was of an older generation sitting there and showing you their skills because that's what we pick up in this life. So. I would love to see things on the high street that would be there for everybody, you know? not talking about the big chains, although they do carry some amazing things, and I know that they are great for convenience, especially if they have an online presence, but I'm of the mind that a lot of us worry nowadays, especially like when you hear adverts about the elderly, or I know that I asked on my Instagram recently about isolation and if people feel lonely, and I think it's because... There isn't many pl many places, I know living in Southampton, I'm not really aware of many places you can go. And where there's, I don't mean to be like a, um, a teacher kind of lesson, I mean where you can get together and share what you're into. I shared just online about my knitting story, and I mean, that was, I learned how to knit, which I later kind of, I still sell goods offline, but I think that, if you had a pop-up shop where someone could go in and teach you stuff, you know, if you wanted to, you have it sometimes like at craft fairs, but if you took that template and put it into High Street where it's affordable and where the arts in particular were more financed, I think a lot of people would be tons happier. But from where it is right now, I must admit, I do enjoy aspects of online shopping. I enjoy looking at things online and think, oh my God, I have to have that, or seeing things you wouldn't normally see. So for me, I kind of, I'm more of an online shopper than an offline. However, I do sometimes want to go out and feel what fresh air feels like and, you know, feel the heaviness of my coat as I go out and venture into the local high street. So uh, that's it for episode 88. Rant over. <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you have anything to add, please do let me know. 
and you never know you might be featured in a future episode so um yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode this has been episode 88 online versus the high street i hope you found it a good one thank you to everyone who got involved so if you want more episode on past more episodes i've got episode on mine more information on past episodes current episodes or future episodes then you can follow me online if you so wish so here are the details to follow me on instagram or on twitter you can do it's at gems quirky on both of those or if you want to follow me via the website on the website you can find out everything that's new that's going to be coming up or just anything you want to find out a little bit more about me you know if you want to kind of go and have a nose you can do it's thequirkygem.wordpress.com don't forget if you're over there you can follow so you'll never miss an episode episodes usually drop about once a week so uh, do stay tuned because we cover a wide range of subjects so here's the technical part for chronic illness, creativity and conversation, keep it here guys, only at Quirky Jones Podcast. Thank you so much for listening.